Howdy, gang. This is TJ Murphy, and welcome to another episode of Adventurous Entrepreneurs. My guest today is Graham Gates. Graham is the founder of Gigo, a platform that connects local contractors with nearby homeowners, renters, and offices looking for their services. He's been featured on the cover of the Top 100 Innovators and Entrepreneurs of 2022. Graham is an Illinois bar certified and licensed attorney who, on a cold winter night in 2016, having waited six hours in his law school parking lot for a tow truck to take his SUV to the repair shop, thought to himself, I can do this better. That's when Graham's idea for Gigo was born. In this episode, Graham breaks down how Gigo is disrupting the home service industry by providing a platform for service-based businesses with a simple plug-and-play interface that provides a stress-free C2B experience, one where the customer can feel confident that help is already on the way. So without further ado, please enjoy this wide-ranging conversation with Graham Gates. Welcome to the Adventurous Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Murphy. Since quitting my corporate nine to five and starting a business while backpacking through Asia back in early 2017, I've had the privilege of learning from some incredibly adventurous entrepreneurs. Through these conversations and my own journey, I've learned that much like in life, entrepreneurship is an adventure. On this podcast, I explore the journeys of top performing leaders in their fields. These wide ranging conversations include tactical business advice, how I built this insights, lessons in leadership, life hacks, travel stories, favorite hobbies, and insights into living a purposeful and joy-filled life. Adventures await us, so let's dive in. Hey, Graham. Welcome to Adventurous Entrepreneurs. Thanks, TJ. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Dude, of course. It's, it's great to have you here, man. It's been a blast getting to know you since we first connected at M3LA a little while back. And I've been looking forward to having you on the show. So let's dive into it. I always like to start with a bit of background on the journey. So can you tell us a little bit about your story leading up to you becoming the adventurous entrepreneur you are today? Yeah, sure. Um, so Gigo, my business, uh, started when I was in law school. Um, I was stuck in a parking lot in the middle of winter. Um, I had to find, I had to find a tow truck driver and um, it took six, over six hours for the person to come pick me up. And in that night, I was like, I can do this better. Um, so the next day I started learning how to build a prototype and I did. Uh, a couple of years after, after that, we, we started coding Gigo. Uh, and Gigo, what Gigo does is we uh, connect home maintenance businesses with nearby homeowners. Um, no one really should be waiting six hours, um, especially yeah, in an emergency situation. Yeah, man. So tell me, I mean, that's a big transition. You, you went to law school, you, you passed the bar, you were getting ready to become a lawyer. What, what was that transition? Was it just that moment where you said, aha, I need to create this solution because this problem sucks? Or did you you know, just not want to be a lawyer anymore. Well, what was the, the transition like there? Well, being a lawyer is in my blood. Both, both of my parents are lawyers. So in, wow. in a way, I think I was always destined, always destined to be a lawyer. Um, what Gigo is for me is it gives me the ability to apply the law, one, and two, um, tap into my creative side. Uh, I've always wanted to build things. I've always had a entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, and I think Giga really honors, honors that side of me. 
Dude. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, we gotta, we gotta go after what drives us and yeah. being able to, you know, take the hard earned investment money and, and time to go get your, your legal degree and, and become a lawyer, but being able to apply that into a business venture and provide a solution to the world that you know really drives you at the end of the day. That's huge, man. So kudos to you for, for going after it and, and yeah. stepping into that adventure. Thank but you. I want to go back a little bit. So your parents are both lawyers. Mm-hmm. What what was that like? Was there any pressure from them for you to go down the the legal field, or or was that just something that you were always you know interested in and and saw as a, a path you wanted to go down? Uh, not at all. My parents didn't pressure me into becoming a lawyer. Um, I think it was just growing up in that environment, being able to you know you learn a lot by being immersed, but my parents didn't bring any of that home. I think it just naturally occurred. Uh, I think my dad always said he'd be totally fine with me being a teacher, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's just who he is and who they are. Um, Law is just fun for me. It's fun. It's, it's intuitive, but it's also very intellectual. Um, I'd like to also add that a lot of lawyers are entrepreneurs too. They, they launch their own businesses and they have to go through everything an entrepreneur does. So it's, it's part and parcel to the job. Absolutely, man. And let's bring it forward a little bit. So you're focused on launching the Giga app. So tell Mm -hmm. me a little bit about where things are at here in October of 2022. What has your focus right now within the business and what's coming down the pipe for Giga in 2023? Cool. Um, we launched on the 6th uh, with our full MVP plus. So customers are able to find an order and pay for services. Um, we're open in Chicago, uh, Baltimore, uh, Miami, Orlando, and West Palm Beach. So five cities since um, the launch, which was awesome. There are 14 businesses right now that we are onboarding um, or have onboarded. Which, which is great compared to where we were before before launch, which is, it's huge for me. I'm a, a one-man band, so to speak. So I do all the marketing, the outreach, uh, and I have a developer who's really helped me since uh, 2018. So a lot of kudos to him as well. Yeah, it's huge, man. And Gigo is all about connecting contractors with the people who are actively looking for the solutions that they provide. They're sitting in the parking lot, their car right. broke down. They they need a tow truck now, or they need somebody to come and fix their pipes or mm-hmm. their wiring, electricians, whatever it may be. And as you've been growing this thing, one of the biggest focuses for you, if I'm not mistaken, has been finding the right strategic partners. Exactly. And are there any like frameworks or practices, philosophies for you that you follow when it comes to identifying and building those key strategic partnerships? both for your business and also for, you know, the contractors that you serve? Well, on the business side, uh, we have a very strong vetting process. Uh, We look at online engagement, what other people are saying about you. Um, And on the legal side, (laughs) putting on my legal hat now, uh, we make sure everything's up to standard. You know, you have your licenses, your insurance, um, and we'll help you get get those uh, if, if you don't have them to begin with. So, we do, we do a lot um, for our business partners. And we, our philosophy is if you, if you have a business, you shouldn't have a brick, you don't need a brick and mortar anymore. 
Um, so we're really looking for businesses uh, that have started in the past two years uh, that really want to grow. That's, that's our main, that's where my heart is. Uh, but of course, we've had bigger clients. Um, we're trying to get some pilots in uh, apartment buildings because um, it's more of a closed loop. Uh, and they have their own contractors and stuff like that. So we do a little bit of vetting. We well, a lot of vetting, and and then we do our customer outreach. Does that answer your question? Yeah, man. And let's let's go a little bit deeper because I want to give people a clear understanding of of what Gigo is and what it isn't. So contractors, what oh. what specifically in the contracting world are your ideal users of the app? Gotcha. Uh, so we are doing residential and commercial. We're looking to connect residential uh, general contractors to homeowners and renters and our, you know, apartment complex pilots. Uh, but that's for residential. For commercial, uh, it's all like a lot of people think it's a very different beast. I, I see a lot of commonality, but uh, we want to match our GCs directly with the people that they want the jobs from. Yeah. Uh, and well, when we bring people on, uh, we have to make sure we have the, the supply for them. So yeah. it, sometimes it's not always a great match. Yeah. And so, you know, for your, your ideal contractors, basically you're, you're a matchmaking service. You're pairing them up with the people that need what they have to offer here and now, but you're not yeah. like Angie or home advisor where people are, you know, scrambling, paying for leads that are getting shared amongst, you know, all the people that are paying for ads on those platforms. How are you different? And like, what does that journey look like for me? If I'm, you know, a contractor that's in one of the markets that you guys are open in, how am I coming in from just learning about it all the way through to getting full, taking full advantage of everything that it has to offer? Well, uh, because there are two markets, I always start with the business side. With the business the first thing we did was we looked at the Better Business Bureau's uh, reviews or and comments and complaints mostly uh, for Angie, House, Home Advisor, um, all of our main competitors. And we said, why don't we just do the opposite? Uh, it's easy for us. We're a startup. We're very flexible. So are, are we hurt by that? And the answer was no. So right now we do exclusive qualified leads. Um, instant payment uh, to, to your bank account when the uh, job is done. Also, there's no subscription fees and you only pay when you get paid at the end of the job. That's how we're different. Uh, none, of, none of our competitors can change their business models now. Uh, there may be uh, some people down the line like Angie's List, they just started instant payments. I'm not exactly sure how that works <laughs> works for them but we were doing it several years before they they did yeah no it's it's a super valuable differentiator mm -hmm. what you guys have because you know i know we work with contractors all over the country and most of them were burned by angie burned by home advisor have have left that ship or those ships completely but they're looking for new ways and you know yeah. as a marketing agency we're always looking for opportunities to help our clients succeed so when you know, I heard for the first time about Gigo where, you know, we've got a market, a supply of customers that are ready. They're, they're waiting to get matched up with the right contractor, the right solution that they're looking for. 
you know, that got my attention. And I think it's going to get the attention of a lot of contractors here that are in the markets that you're serving currently, but that's going to expand nationwide here in the years to come. So there's more to, to Gigo than just that though, the matchmaking part. And when it comes to scaling as a contractor, one of the key factors is having an effective system for tracking and following up and managing all of your leads and customers. Right. What are some strategies that you've found most effective for contractors when following up with their potential clients than ultimately, you know, taking those cold leads to paying customers? Well, there's, that's a really great question because what I'm finding is a lot of our GCs that we reach out to aren't following up with their customers. Yeah. Um, they don't, either they have a CRM system and they're not utilizing it correctly or they haven't uh, forayed into that area yet, but we're, we're seeing that they, uh, our GCs are leaving a lot of money on the table, um, about $2,000 per apartment and then closer to four, uh, per household if you're not following up. So getting, getting, uh, our GC partners in a mode where they are following up with those customers, help them increase their revenue. Also, um, the way we connect with, with our customers. Our customers can find your services directly, order them, uh, or order the services, and then our business partners can customize, customize your quote. So say your refrigerator is broken and you think it's X or Y, the guy will be able to say, hey, no, this, these are the things that you'll, you actually need. These are the parts and you'll be able to pay for it all right there from your phone. Yeah, one centralized place. And Beyond that, within Gigo, is there tools and, you know, like a CRM essentially that can help people really manage and, and track everything? Or is that coming down the pipeline as well? That's coming down the pipeline. Um, we have a, an off-platform system right now that uh, we can utilize for our GC partners. We can do that ourselves, uh, but it's not on platform yet. But that's for these early adopters, people that are coming in, that is still a service that you're providing yep. for, your, mm -hmm. for your partners. Yep. That's awesome. That's yep. awesome, man. So let's paint a picture here. You're a tech company, you're a startup. So you understand all too well that building a, a mobile application, a tech stack is it's expensive and it's pretty cost prohibitive for all but the biggest companies out there. But you built Gigo to... You know, really close that gap for contractors specifically and giving them a leg up with an all-inclusive, all-in-one solution for attracting, closing, and managing new projects, if I'm getting that right. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Yeah. So how should contractors or really any business owner for that matter, think about leveraging technology to cut costs and ultimately close more deals? Well, again, another really good question. Um, Tech, using technology, levering, leveraging technology is really much more cost efficient than uh, getting out, doing word of mouth um, yourself. Uh, you really need to be utilizing maybe some automation or something that will take that work off your plate so you can focus on providing the service. Um, and really, that's, that's an all-encompassing uh, problem for a lot of businesses. It's how do I how do I focus on the thing I'm good at um, rather than rather than wasting my time with 
following up with customers. So it's not a waste of time in my book, but you know, following following up with customers is a you know something that drives ROI and something that needs to be done that isn't. Um, that's that's where we come in. Where we are helping these small small medium sized businesses capitalize on things that they're already doing. Yeah. No, and, and you, you made a good point. Like wearing too many hats in your business is a recipe for, well, no growth or, or very slow growth and not, not hitting the, the metrics that you want to be. So having a partner, having, you know, whether it's a marketing agency or a tech solution like this that allows you to take that hat off. And like you said, automate some of this stuff, put your follow-up on autopilot, give your team a you know really strong set of tools that allows them to see where all of their leads are at in the customer journey and what they need to be doing at each stage to follow up with them effectively that leads to conversion. But then beyond that, as you were talking about earlier, like a lot of companies, contractors and, and otherwise are leaving money on the table because they're not following up with their existing customers as well. Right. The right. lifetime value and just the you know, the ease of being able to recur more revenue from people that have already purchased from you. They already had a good experience from you. It's right. a lot easier to market and stay top of mind and get those people to come back than it is to necessarily grab a whole new chunk of the market that hasn't worked with you before. Right. And right. So, those are your best customers. Those are your the, best customers. Yeah. And, and why, why leave the money on the table? You know, um, and especially if you're a GC and you have the network, you have the network of people, you know where you know how the house is built, you know where what the material materials are. Um, who better than to do the checkups on the house? The way I see it is you go to the doctor every so often, right? To get your checkups. I don't see how your house is any different. You know, if you leave those those major issues, uh, well, a small issue can then become a major issue. Just like, just like when you go to the doctor. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, homeowners are, or renters or whatever the case may be, we're not the most educated when it comes to maintaining the health of our homes. So right. having follow-ups that are not only keeping you top of mind, but educating people about the things that can go wrong so that they are a little more proactive in identifying when there are problems that need to be fixed that you right. can then come in and help them with is right. huge. So moving back towards, you know, your business right now, what is a challenge that you're currently facing that you're working through right now? And how do you think you should be tackling that challenge? Um, the challenge I'm facing right now is uh, I need to expand. Uh, I need to bring on more members of my team uh, so that we can handle the volume. Uh, that's a major uh, problem or issue <laughs> that we've had. Uh, just now, since we launched, we're seeing we're seeing a lot of initial growth, and uh, we're trying to anticipate it by finding a really good partner uh, or two to bring onto the team, so we can scale adequately across the U.S. Yeah, and how are you when you're looking at partners to bring on new team members? How are you going about finding those people, and what are you looking for? You know, in more of the less technical skills, but just like the types of people, like, is there certain traits that you look for when hiring that, you know, you know, are keys to being a successful member of your team? Yeah, I'm looking for a, 
it's someone for the sales side. That's, that's, that would be the, you know, that arena. Um, it would also be a doer, someone who gets after it and is, is, has a strong independent will. Yeah. Being a self-starter mm -hmm. is a, is a skill that's going to be a game changer in, in any organization and something right. that, that really is important for people that are looking for, for opportunities and are stepping into new roles is how can you see the problems that need to get fixed before you're being you know, assigned a task? How can you be that proactive go-getter that you know, solves problems before they even become problems? And that's huge. Right. Yeah, it's because we're, we have a small team right now. It's just uh, me and my developer. We've been together since uh, 2018. And uh, really, we've been working on the technical side. What's the product? Like get the product on board. Uh, what, what, how are the users interacting with the product? So yeah. There's a whole bunch of these things, but now we're at a point where we have, have what we needed. Now it's time to sprout, so to, so to speak. And that, that new area is def, definitely where we need help is, is the sales arena. Yeah, and that'll definitely help you blossom this thing into new markets as you guys start to take over the country. And Moving on to, you know, kind of more of your personal journey here. This is a podcast about entrepreneurship, but one of the biggest hurdles that most entrepreneurs face at one time or another is living a well-rounded life and doing the things that bring us joy with the people that we care about most in life. Right. What does living a well-rounded life look like for you, Graham? Um, I like this question. Uh, I wake up in the morning around 8 30 uh take a shower brush my teeth all that um then i sit down go through my emails uh just like my housekeeping in the morning then i take a bit of a break for lunch then i get back to it um and then see where the day takes me <laughs> that's that's basically that's basically my everyday i do um i do I think there's one piece that really needs to be said is that you really do need to take time for yourself. That's like when you feel yourself pushing that limit where, where you're feeling exhausted, oh, this is becoming work. That's when you, you know, you need to take a step back, you know, watch a, watch a podcast or, you know, listen to a podcast or something like that. Um, it's well worth it. You got to take breaks. Yeah. And honestly, like completely unplug. And, you know, for me, that might be going and, hitting the trails on my mountain bike or, or hitting the rock gym with a friend to, to really just like unplug from thinking about my business or thinking about, you know, what, what I need to do for my clients next or the new opportunity that just presented itself, like completely refreshed from that. Is there anything that, that you find to be, you know, really important for getting that recharge time, whether that's taking a break or what you like to do on the weekends, favorite hobbies, adventures? Um, I like driving to McDonald's with my wife. Yeah, that's, that's like my favorite thing to do. Um, we don't go very often, don't get me wrong, but uh, <laughs> that's very enjoyable. Um, I like, I like watching YouTube videos, you know, on the news or something like that. Uh, that's, that's usually how I, you know, shut down for a little bit. I love it, man. Yeah. Quality time with, with wifey is, is always a good, 
you know, way to recharge and refresh for me too. And you're an innovative guy, Graham. You like to find better ways of, of doing things and, and tools to make life easier, which is what led you to create Giggle in the first place. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments that you've made in yourself? And that could be an investment of money into you know, personal development or you know, a new tool that you use or you know, a time investment, energy. Does anything come to mind? Uh, Giga is the first thing that comes to mind. Uh, I think it's, it aligns with like who I am as a person, as well as like, you know, maybe that's it. <laughs> it aligns with who I am as a person, you know, and, and how my mind thinks the world should be, you know? Um, I, I think that no matter where you come from or who you are, one, you shouldn't have to wait for services and two, you should have a portal to create your business and, and support it. Uh, that's, that's been a strong, strong driver of mine uh, for a very long time, uh, predating law school and that type of thing. So, yeah, that's. that's are it. there any outside of gig, are there any tools that you use yourself, both, you know, in your personal life or in business that you couldn't live without now that you use it? Ooh, that I can't live without. Um, I would say quick plug for marketing mate for James Shockley, uh, that, uh, he runs, it's an automated CRM system that is, is, is insanely good. Uh, it's definitely taken a lot of work off my own plate. Um, and it's, I think everybody should use it. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. We'll definitely, we'll drop a link to that in the show notes. Um, what about that? has been a game changer. Is that how you're doing your follow-ups and your CRM and all your automation? Well, we use it, we use it to schedule appointments with potential partners. Um, and the way it's very intuitive, at least for me, um, getting through the funnel. It's, he's created a pipeline for new leads, potential leads, one leads, that type of thing, as well as automation for reaching out um, to past customers and um, new leads, like all, all of the above, all interaction with your with your customer, you can do through marketing. And is am I mistaken? Is that something that you're using with your GC partners that are coming on to Gigo? You're helping them to create that solution yeah. in their businesses. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, well, we can do it. We're doing it on ours right now. Um, yeah. So. The business, our GC partners, if, if they want to use that follow-up service, we can do that in-house uh, through marketing me. But it's a solution that everybody should have, regardless of whether it's with us or with themselves. Or Love themselves. it. Love it, man. And so part of our focus is looking at entrepreneurship through the lens of being an adventure. And in every great adventure story, there's usually a guide or a mentor, somebody that leads the hero down the path toward reaching their goal, their final destination. Do any mentors or, or influential people in your life come to mind that have really helped to shape you into the adventurous entrepreneur you are today? Man, uh, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. I would say my dad. Uh, I'm not sure that he's like the entrepreneur. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be like an entrepreneur influence, just somebody that's been 
you know, core foundation in, in everything that you've done in life. It's helped oh, yeah. set you up for success and led you down the path to where you are today. Yeah, I'd say my dad, it's the, it's the overwhelming will to, to push forward. That's, that's, that's like a, a core, that is a core value of mine. And I think I got it from my dad for sure. Yeah, love it. My dad's a huge influence in my life. I just got to spend a weekend with him a few weeks back going to an Oregon football game. And that's one of our favorite things to do together. He's been taking me to those games since I was like four years old. And it's, it's one of the things that I look forward to the most being able to spend time with pops. So. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And as we kind of wrap things up here, Graham, I want to talk a little bit about habits. Like you're, you're an entrepreneur, you're in the weeds of this startup, building things, scaling, hiring a team. You know, since you started this, which was about you know, 2018, almost five years ago, right? What new belief, behavior, or, or habit has been the most, you know, pivotal in you getting this thing off the ground and and creating this success in your life? Mm, I'd say I'd say waking up early. That's make sure you wake up, start your day the way you want. Uh, having that, being able to feel settled in the morning is probably my, the habit that's, that's gotten me where I am now. Nice. And you mentioned your morning routine. You, you get up, you take care of, you know, brushing your teeth and all that stuff. And then you typically just jump right into your work, right? Or do you have anything that you do before you start work to really set the day up for success? No, no. As long as my morning, I try and keep my mornings exactly the same. Like, uh, like I wake up, it's, it's the same every day, wake up, shower, brush my teeth, et cetera. Yeah. Um, having that, that constant habit, uh, every morning really like puts my brain in work mode. Um, it's hard to turn off on the weekends. <laughs> That's it's, it's, it's really about consistency. Whatever your process is, you got to put yourself in that mindset. And for me, my morning routine seems very basic, but that's what that's what prepares me for the rest of the day. Yeah, man. No, I mean it's huge having a routine that kind of you know just triggers your brain that says, "All right, we're getting into productivity mode here. Like we're waking up." For me, it's you know working out. Usually, I'm cleaning the kitchen or like doing something to just make sure everything's organized in my mm -hmm. environment, in my office, yeah. in my kitchen, in my living room, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. That really is kind of meditative for me and, and helps set the tone for the day. And then jumping in, usually with some sort of you know development, learning something, mm -hmm. the very first thing out of the day, whether that's jumping onto a master class with my team or, or reading a book or listening to a podcast. There's, there's usually some form of learning. And then I jump into, you know, what the most important things are for the day. And right. you know, a lot of that are things that I've picked up from, you know, mentors or business gurus, if you will, out there in the world. And I'd love to hear, like, who do you look to for, for inspiration? Are there any podcasts or blogs? I've been consuming a lot of content from the likes of Tim Ferriss and, and Alex Hermosi and, Oh, huh. mentors jc height as models for success as of late now who do you look to man it's funny you say alex hermosi because he was in the grade above me at my school oh what no way yeah 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 he's yeah he's doing super well now it's it's pretty oh, man. yeah he's, he's yeah. crushing it yeah he was really good friends with one of my best friends in school 
um, they, they both really love to work out. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so about that. You can, if you know Hermosa, you, you can see it. Um, yeah. Mentors. I really mostly read the news. I read, I read the news. I read trends in AI, trends in crypto, trends in business, metaverse. Crunchbase is a great place. Yeah. Um, I don't really listen to like online coaches, the Hermoses of the world. I do love his content, by the way, but I can't say that I, you know, want to fashion myself after anybody in, in the arena that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, you want to be you. Yeah. And we all, we all, you know, look at content and media differently and, and like to consume different things. Crunchbase is a great one. I would second that. Are there any other like news entities that you look to the most or, or trust the most you found to be less uh, biased in, in certain regards? Oh, I would say TechCrunch. TechCrunch is my favorite. Uh, for all my tech stuff, like I yeah, love to see crunch. what I think I said Crunchbase. Know. I meant TechCrunch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Crunch Crunchbase is it has news and I, it's a great resource yeah. uh, just for research. But uh, TechCrunch is really good because um, it gives a good place. Like it, it shows you the goals. You know, you know, you see yeah. what these big, big companies are doing. And you're like, I could do that. I could do that better. Or or, oh, that's a really, you know, that's a really cool thing. You know, what can I, what can I do now to like not copy it, but achieve the same goal? Yeah, hundred percent, man. As we wrap up here, do you have any particular ask, challenge or parting advice for my audience before I kind of ask where your people can find you online, socials, all that jazz? Um, advice. I would say be be true to yourself. And if you're true to yourself, then you're also true to your work. Um, the net, what I'm looking for right now, uh, we're looking for pilots. Uh, we're looking for pilots in, in our major cities, um, Baltimore, Chicago, Miami, Orlando, West Palm Beach, uh, you know, homeowners associations or, or apartment building management. Um, I think those would be really good really awesome places <laughs> to pilot, pilot this platform. Yeah, for sure. So anybody listening that has some connections for, you know, those, those HOAs, big apartment buildings, anything like that, definitely reach out to, to Graham. Um, plenty of opportunity there with Gigo. So where can we find you, man, online? How can we support you? Yeah, you can find us at uh, gigoapp.com. Uh, you can also find me on LinkedIn, uh, GDC Gates, Graham Gates on LinkedIn. Sweet, man. We'll drop all that in the show notes for everyone listening. And dude, this was excellent. I enjoyed getting to hear a bit more about your story and appreciate you dropping a ton of useful knowledge and value for our listeners. So I'm going to be following your journey, looking at Gigo closely. And I personally look forward to really seeing how we can help our contractor clients to get plugged in and, and the value that it's going to bring for them as they can continue to grow their businesses and you continue to expand this thing across the U.S. So keep it cool. up, brother. And awesome. thanks for coming on the show. Oh, it was a great time. It was a great time. Thanks for having me. To all of our adventurous listeners, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share this on social media or with someone you know will get some value from it. 
Leaving a review goes a long way in helping people find the show. And I personally appreciate reading them when they come in. So please go drop one if you have the time. We'll see you all next week. And remember, whether we're talking about business or the things that bring us joy outside of work, life is meant for exploring. So go out there and live it one adventure at a time.